Aha! Classical, the new free game app from the Discovery Orchestra. Developed with our partner, Social Impact Studios, Aha! Classical is available online at www.ahaclassical.com or for download on the Apple and Google Play app stores. This interactive game allows players to engage with, learn about, and practice music listening skills using classical music. Content is presented in quests that focus on specific composers and musical works. Accessible by all ages and skill levels, each quest includes quizzes to test your skills as well as bonus content to be unlocked. New quests will be added to continue the adventure, so try out AHA Classical today and learn how to listen better. Hi, I'm George Mariner Mole, Artistic Director of the Discovery Orchestra, and welcome to Notes from Under the Piano, stories from my life as a musician, conductor, and teacher. It all began when, as a child, I liked to recline under our grand piano as my mother practiced, and the rest, as they say. Today's episode, Secrets of Conducting. We know what you are thinking. And who is we? We conductors know what many audience members are thinking when you attend our performances. From your perspective, it looks like a lion-taming act. The all-knowing, all-powerful maestro is cueing everyone in the orchestra. Large and small gestures, even a tiny flick of the wrist, can elicit gigantic changes in the volume level of the orchestra. Yes, we know what you're thinking. And some of us conductors may have even harbored similar notions about conducting when we were young. But when the moment came for us to actually play in a symphony orchestra, and many conductors begin their professional lives as orchestral musicians, we quickly learned one of the first secrets of conducting. If you played in a high school orchestra or band, or were a member of some other ensemble, you undoubtedly learned this as well. The musicians actually make the sounds. And in order to do that effectively, they must first obey Itzhak Perlman's rule number one. The most important thing to do is really listen. And by this, Maestro Perlman was not referring to the kind of listening as appreciators we teach at the Discovery Orchestra. No, in order to perform well in an ensemble, whether there are two musicians or 100 musicians, you must constantly listen to yourself and to the other musicians simultaneously. The brain becomes trained to instantly recognize any tiny discrepancies in intonation. Am I playing in tune with everyone else? And the body instantly responds by fixing any issues. Equally important, am I in rhythmic sync with everyone else? This is the phenomenon musicians refer to as ensemble. Are we performing as one rhythmically? Again, we know what you're thinking. Is it the conductor beating time? Well, yes, of course. But all the time beating in the world won't help 100 musicians perform as one if they are not really listening to each other or if they are not motivated to do so. And now... We're touching on the subject of inspiration. What makes a conductor inspiring to players? Many attributes, most of which are transmitted during the rehearsals that precede the performance. These include, but are not limited to, 
a profound knowledge of the score, reliable conducting technique, and perhaps most important, really passionate convictions and feelings about the music. I know that the last one sounds ridiculously obvious, but if a conductor does not have a really moving interpretation of the music that can be transmitted in a myriad of ways during the rehearsal period and the performance, players may not be motivated to really listen to each other. And far worse, they may not feel inspired to give the performance their all. One final secret. All of the musicians in the orchestra have their own egos. This is as true for the last stand second violinist as it is for the principal trumpet. I will never forget a session with my conducting teacher, Richard Johannes Lert, an Austrian maestro who was 96 years old when I studied with him. His pedigree was impressive. Legendary composer-conductor Richard Strauss had been one of his teachers, and because Brahms had been a friend of his parents, Johannes Brahms had bounced Dr. Laird on his knee when Richard was just a young child. Richard Johannes Laird's parents had given him the middle name to honor their friend, Johannes Brahms. So here we were, 10 young American conductors in one of our first meetings with the old maestro. Typical of young conductors, we were kind of hoping Dr. Laird would tell us the secret of controlling an orchestra. Instead, he said softly in his Austrian accent, when you come to the rehearsal, before you begin, look at the principal flutist. Look at one of the members of the viola section. Look at the principal horn player. And in your eyes, communicate what wonderful thing do you have to say about this music as you play today? He was saying that we should make every player in that orchestra feel that they are important and valued. What a concept. I hope I've given you some food for thought the next time you attend a performance. Notes from Under the Piano is produced by the Discovery Orchestra and Midnight Media Group. Our theme music is Rocky Mountain Samba, by Dan Creasy. Lead sponsors are Judy Musicant and Hugh Clark and the Kozlowski Family Foundation. Major sponsors are David and Ellen Williams. This episode is also available in video format on the Discovery Orchestra's YouTube channel. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share it with friends.